1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring
2: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Okay, that makes uh, sense.
1: Although before we begin officially, or uh, let this be the official opening, I suppose, um, I just finished a 60-hour work week, so super so i'm going to just um Sounds take my dollar time. store novelty wine glass and uh
0: <laughs> sorry i just read it <laughs> and um uh... <laughs> i <live laughs> <in> York. York. <laughs> i I'm going to that um welcome
1: welcome welcome friends a lot of welcomes how are we doing just fine. I I've just, just informed fine. y'all how I'm doing. Um Maybe I should have pulled this up on my phone, but oh well. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Brooks, you have quite the story for us to kick off the podcast. You did your big Ragnar relay over the weekend.
3: I did. I really did. <laughs> 200 miles across New Hampshire. I'm amazed. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, people get really into it, like decorate vans, and they have like themes and costumes, and um, our team, without coordination, independently, two people brought inflatable dinosaur costumes. Beautiful. So they were wearing them around at different points and kind of reached celebrity status because everyone was taking pictures and asking to take pictures. Um, and I have some of the, the best videos. I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard, but we were doing a photo shoot on the beach um, after we had finished the relay, and I had just finished running, so my COVID lungs were being a little eh. So I thought I was going to die, because I was laughing too
1: hard. Oh, cute. <laughs> but, super cute.
3: Yeah, but it was fun, because uh, we uh, we ran in the mountains. The Turol Mountains. My first oh, like that steep that went on for two miles
1: that does sound intense yep
0: so did you run two eight and a half mile legs i'm assuming or something like that
1: no i had
3: four legs okay Um, technically you're only supposed to do
0: manageable that that seems manageable
3: yeah i mean you're supposed to do three but um we were missing a person and so i was like i'll take an extra leg sorry (laughs) nobody else nobody else took extra legs but me they were like oh we'll just skip them (laughs) okay Okay, bitches. but it was it was uh, twenty miles total between the four. Yay, good yeah. job! Yeah, because it was like a, a seven, a five, and then two fours. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot, and I ran the final leg, so I was the person that like you know brought it home.
0: You were the anchor.
3: Hell yeah! Yeah, uh, not knowing that the last half mile was on the beach,
1: mm-hmm.
3: so like deep, dry sand. Oh yeah that you just sink into and your feet are sliding. And at that point, that's my 20th mile in a day and a half. And so I have nothing left in the tank at that point. And there's like hundreds of people down the beach at the finish line watching me struggle, which is just watching me, like literally staring at me. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and I got to double lock the sand out of my shoes. Cute. How close
0: can you get to the water? Because I love running on the beach, but but one, obviously not after running... all that that time, but also when the, like when the tide is out and you can run on that like firmer, more spongy sand, like, like how close could you get to the water to make it a little more bearable?
3: You know, that never occurred to me because I was just following other (laughs) people's footprints ahead of me.
0: Okay. That's valid.
3: (laughs) It should be pointed out. This wasn't just like, oh, you ran 20 miles, but we didn't sleep for like two days. And we were also subsisting on trail mix and protein bars. Uh, And, you know, no showers for a couple of days, so just feeling so grody and so...
1: I am, like, genuinely sad that I was not able to just, like, come along for the ride on this one as I had originally been planning, because, again, you're kind of suffering, but it also looks like a blast.
3: Oh my god, it was freaking amazing. I was already planning the next one on the drive home.
1: Oh my god, hell yes, Queen.
3: New England, end of
1: May. As is your God-given right. I yeah, it's there this time.
3: it starts in a little seaside town in Connecticut, goes through Rhode Island, and ends on the beach in Massachusetts.
0: Which I beach? Be there.
3: I forget offhand. I'd have to look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if it's the South Shore or the North Shore? I'm assuming the South Shore, right?
3: Yes. Okay. I know okay. I looked at the map, but I already forget. No,
0: no, no. That's, that's fine.
3: Um. Yeah, but it was incredible, and I didn't injure myself. Um, there's a high likelihood I'm gonna lose at least one toenail, cause that happens. Um, it's completely bruised underneath, it's very purple. Ew.
1: But you know, I survived it. Yeah. It was fun. If only there was some like triathlon thing that you could do with a group, cause I could do the biking section. Yeah. One of you could run, and then one of you just has to get good at swimming.
3: I used to swim on a swim team when I was Is younger. It? There
2: we go! There
3: we go. I was my high school it. team.
1: Yeah. We need my to high school
3: team stopped being a thing the year I started high school, and I was like, um, excuse me.
1: We need to find that for the three of us. That'd be fun. Yeah, there
3: were pe- some people that brought
1: drivers along, so.
0: And that brought what?
3: That just brought drivers along because we yeah. were so sleep deprived and exhausted most of the time. I that am
1: here for, like, I... Yes, let me chauffeur around a bunch of people like it's summer camp.
0: Yeah. Oh Jesus!
1: Like um, I want to do that. That sounds so much fun. Yeah,
3: it was amazing. Ten um, out of ten. Fully recommend.
1: I will. I will be along for the ride on the next one. I promise. Um, so fun. Zach. You Snapchatted me in real time as this was occurring, but I never really got any details. And that was kind of on purpose because as soon as you sent me that first Snapchat, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great round table discussion.
0: No. So tell everyone what
1: you did the other night.
0: By the time I had sent it to you, it had already been done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I Um... said, and I get, well, we will tell you what it is, but I did say, as soon as I received this Snapchat, I was like, I know that there is nothing I can tell you that is going to change the course of events. Yep. So just keep me updated.
0: Yep. So. (laughs) Anyway. I have a, is it sadistic or masochist where like you inflict pain on yourself? Which one's the one?
1: Masochist, I believe. Masochist. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. I have a masochistic relationship with disgusting Pop Tart flavors.
1: <laughs> that's a great line.
0: I know they're going to be awful, but that's why I need them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the last time. Oh, sorry. Her? The, yes, the last time I'll around.
1: Okay. Let her Sniffs. Oh, her- <laughs> thank you. She declines to sniff she declines to sniff incredibly rude, I miss her but so I much. still love her. Are you going to lay down? Lay down. <laughs> She's she said I'm going deaf or just <laughs> listening incredibly selectively in her old
3: age. I, I really don't know I can't know which. I can't hear you. Yeah, can
0: I? What do?
3: <laughs> Are you both What? <laughs> We're not messing with you that's what you I think.
1: Literally did not hear you. Wait, what the
0: fuck? <gasps> <laughs> it's like a silent movie. Is happening. There oh. it is. There it is.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were messing with me because I was making jokes about my dog being deaf or selectively listening.
0: <laughs> well, that part we did not hear. <laughs> That's actually really funny.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is so coordinated. You both just decided to do this to me
0: yeah no we've been texting like on the side yeah uh, like on the counter.
1: that doesn't shock me um <laughs> yeah i don't know if she is going deaf or just listening selectively in her old age i feel or like both. it might be a mixture of both at this point so i don't know but yes zach your masochistic relationship with Bob tart flavors
0: with this, yes <laughs>
1: oh i like still so early but maybe episode title <laughs> very possible very possible
0: so the last time around I really didn't think it could be topped because I got ego flavored. Oh Pop-tart. yeah. It was as disgusting as it sounded. But this time I found Boston cream flavored Pop Tarts <laughs> that were like the filling was supposed to be the cream. What? And uh, the egos were worse. I'll okay. say that. Uh, yes, the egos were definitely worse. It because The flavors don't translate as well to the extent that an ego has, like, flavor. But, Mm um, still, just, like, I I don't even know. I'm not creative enough to describe how terrible (laughs) it is. And the worst part is I'm going to finish them. (laughs) There's four in a box. I've had three already. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to finish the last one. I finished the egos, and the next time that they do, like... I can't even think of a disgusting, but still plausible.
1: There were, like, pumpkin pie ones. They do a lot of pie, I feel like.
0: And and, and pumpkin pie I could actually see working.
1: I have a A good relationship with the flavor of pumpkin. Like, I enjoy all of this, like... In the sense of, like, a pumpkin spice, Mm -hmm. I enjoy all the spices that go into making... For example, a pumpkin pie—very, very big fall vibes. Huge fan. The flavor of actual pumpkin, ugh. pumpkin pie spices are just chai, yeah, essentially, yeah, pretty
3: much the exact same thing.
1: So, like, I am incredibly, incredibly here for that.
3: Yeah. So calling something pumpkin spice has nothing to do with
1: pumpkins at all, which is so weird. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm sure there's some the psychos. Over at the Pop Tart Corporation are cooking up something.
0: It's so easy to sell me anything.
1: Also, same with Oreos. What what they are doing with Oreos? Horrifying. Yeah. I absolutely hate it.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so here for it. The, the 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 Oreos actually it translates well. Like the flavors that they have for Oreos, that actually is good. Interesting. Yeah,
3: I I buy every single new flavor of Oreo. I know I've
1: witnessed this several times. Often to my like total just befuddlement.
0: The, Which... the o- just, sorry, no. just, like, as as you said, the only Oreo I've tried that I did not like was like the mega stuff. That was just too much. It's I like don't it was like
1: and the, I I get beef for this in my family, and frankly, this is a great discussion to stumble upon. Any form of like sandwich cookie where they give you the like double stuff option, I don't like that like the double stuff like el fudge cookies too much the ratio is off i don't like it interesting there was there was a the, double fascinating
0: it, there was like a civil suit filed against oreo because they found that the double stuff was only like 1.7 times the regular stuff <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fantastic
0: it was it was kind of like like when subway was sued because their footlongs were 11 inches yeah like,
1: yeah no honestly like i most of the time find that like if you like double the amount of like cream you put between sandwich cookies it's too much i don't like it the ratios are all off yeah it doesn't feel right to me but maybe that's just the the adult in me speaking
0: what if you did double stuff but then you put two of the crackers on either side to balance it out
1: interesting because i feel like like eight-year-old bridget was all about like as much of the oreo cream as you can physically get now i'm like yeah. no there needs to be a balance maturity yes <laughs> or, i don't know i like to pretend it is i mean i'm still out I, here. i'm still out here eating I, oreos.
0: Eat, I eat my oreos like a goddamn adult mm-hmm.
1: precisely
0: <laughs> yes with the crunch
1: <laughs> as one should the other um, thing
0: i want here
1: so that was a fun little just journey that you went on, and I'm glad that I got to witness it, like, at least from my perspective in real time, regardless of whether or not it had already happened, because I was getting what, as far as I knew, were live updates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, but the thing is, you're absolutely right, you're like, there's nothing I can do to talk you out of this. And I was like, yeah. there's not.
1: There's <laughs> not. And I was like, all right.
0: Godspeed. There's, there's simply not. <laughs>
1: And honestly, I'm kind of glad that I didn't talk... Like, I didn't even have, technically, the opportunity to talk you out of it. Because now we yeah. have this! Yeah. Which I'm now a we fan of.
0: Now we have a podcast.
1: Um, yeah. So my little sort of anecdote thing. I already sent this to you guys, probably in both group chats at this point. Because this was news to me. Um, Apparently, there are some much... Uh, much more much stronger than usual rumors of an impending shutdown of the website fanfiction.net because their like domain is expiring or like the like they i guess the people who run the website they haven't been updating the like the twitter for the account for the website the twitter account hasn't updated in like a year at this point
0: if you're in line stay in line
1: um, actually, no, my genuine, like, PSA to anyone who might be watching this episode and who does read fanfiction, especially for older fandoms like The X-Files, if you have anything you like on that website, go download it now. Because, like...
0: Oh, my god. Is this, like, the fanfiction version of, like, the run on the banks during the Great Depression? No, Greek actually,
1: <laughs> for real, and, like, not to get too, like, nerdy about, like, preservation of fan culture, but when sites like Angel Fire have gone down before, like decades of things that people, like, that people wrote and worked hard on just disappeared. So if you have anything you, if you have ever published anything on fanfiction.net, if you have anything you like on fanfiction.net, go download it now. Because apparently they have turned down AO3's, like, offers to back up their archive several times. Possibly because there's beef? I don't know. But, like... They are, like, it seems that they are making the choice that if they are going to go down, they are going to go down, and they are not going to accept any... Like, they're not going to let themselves be bailed out of it, is what it looks like. So if you, like, especially, especially like, X-Files people, go save stuff. Go save it now.
0: Is fanfiction beef a real thing? Oh,
1: God, absolutely.
0: I love that. That that actually makes me so happy. No, I'm like,
1: oh, my God. (laughs) As a Tumblr veteran.
0: So... The chess world has kind of its own equivalent. Mm -hmm. There's two major chess websites and the, um, diehard users of both of them are constantly going at it at Twitter, on Twitter. So I understand, but that doesn't mean it's not funny when I see it other places. Of course. Because like when I see it somewhere else, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But then I'm like, chess.com, overly chess always. And I'll fight people on that.
1: Yeah. The only, Hmm. I don't have beef with fanfiction.net. I think AO3 is superior, but FFN, like, is in some cases the only place to go for the good stuff. For example, the X-Files. Because that, like, like the X-Files kind of, like, created the notion of the online fanfiction archive as we know it, and FFN was one of the early ones. So, like, that's just where all the X-Files stuff is, and I would really hate to lose that that's like a really interesting part of media history in the way that like you know fan content moved online like with that show specifically so again my PSA go save anything you have on there whether it's your bookmarks or your own published works go save it um, can we make
0: like a podcast topic at some point like like, like groups that have beef with each other that's just kind of funny
1: oh 100 there's a whole subreddit called r slash hobby drama we could totally find Perfect. things from there and like discuss them because like the beef that goes down in like the smallest of communities is incredible. like i'm i have like genuinely like sat at my desktop just scrolling through like the best of posts from that subreddit like just with snacks it's wonderful. Like we will actually like that. Honestly, might be a thing we do next episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, we will pick something from our slash hobby drama and like take sides and discuss.
0: I saw some tweet that was like, I don't really care about like celebrity beef. I just want to know why why the people at Starbucks don't like each I other. I want to know why
1: the night shift employees at Kohl's are mad yes. each
0: other. Yeah, yeah. The... I think
1: that got shared in one of our meme reviews. I probably like, did one of the first yeah. or second ones we ever did with the three of us and like no <laughs> honestly like niche hobby beef fandom beef and like small town beef Ugh. immaculate
0: i just love when like two small colleges and nobody's ever heard of like are going at it
1: oh and they like they hate each other
0: yeah. And like yeah. The very
1: small communities of people that go to those two small colleges are like mm-hmm. ride or die. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It's so entertaining to see from the outside or like, oh, I think this was an episode that I did with either Maddie or Emily. And it was, with, it was with Emily because it was both Meredith brothers. And they were talking about how these, these two towns in the UK that have this huge beef as to whether or not you put the cream or the jam on the scone first. And that just made me think of that. Like, you know, small town beef.
0: Did you? I know this isn't, like, 100% related, but I know a sense. I know Bridget saw it, Brooks may not have. But, like, the CEO of Beyond Meat (laughs) arrested and Huffington Post was, like, was, like, CEO has beef with guy in parking lot. They saw their opportunity.
1: They, they saw their chance. And they took it. And they went <laughs> for it. We
0: have. No, like,
1: honestly. Like, like whatever, I would
0: be so ashamed if they didn't do that. Whatever
1: intern came up with that headline, I hope you get hired for real. I hope yeah. if you're already hired, they promote you. I hope you get a raise. I hope you get everything good that's coming to you in life.
0: I feel like that headline just blew up so much. And there's, like, the small conspiracy, like, lizard part of my brain is, like, do we think he, he did it on purpose for publicity for the company? <laughs> I
1: mean, that would be kind of funny. Like,
0: it like is he's- It's funny friendly. that you
1: mentioned conspiracy lizard brain, because that is one of the topics we have scheduled for tonight, but we'll get to that. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah it is. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that.
1: Boom, synchronicities. I'm going to have my Henry Zebrowski moment tonight when we get to our conspiracy theory, but all in good time. Anyway, were you, did you have anything else to say about the Beyond Meat CEO having beef and apparently I think biting somebody's nose off?
0: He bit someone's nose in a, in, in like a Walmart parking lot in Arkansas. <laughs> <This> <laughs> like the most random United. string
1: of words. <laughs> it
0: just makes me so happy.
1: No, it's good. good. It's good. I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Um, okay, unless we have anything else to say on that, or on anything tangential, or on frankly anything at all, um, Brooks, I believe you put the next question in the document, which I'm kind of excited to discuss, because as a person who has my, uh, who now has my first apartment, I don't really have a ton of thoughts about this yet.
3: Oh, I was like, I don't remember what the next one
1: is. I mean, <laughs> let me the document. Go for it. Share with the class. You came up with it anyway. I didn't
3: go out of
1: There we are. Great. Oh, yes.
3: Yes, because <clears throat> I have feelings about this.
1: Fantastic, I love when we have feelings. Hit me with it.
3: Not definite ones, but strong ones. Alright. <laughs> My parents. They like... To redecorate. Probably, so I like fully moved down my parents' house.
1: Here is this. It's 2022, Bessie.
3: <laughs> 14 years ago. <laughs> and uh, just in that period of time, they probably redecorated the bathroom like five times. Was it five times
1: a white person's seashell bathroom?
3: That was the one before the current one. <laughs>
1: How did I know?
0: I (laughs) love this two-shell bathroom. It's a beach
3: theme. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but when I'm saying redecorating, I'm talking like you know, painting the walls. They put up like border around the top, like that matches the theme. They do like new rugs and towels and and all that. Um, They've redone the tile multiple times. They just replace like the whole shower and sink and toilet and everything. but basically, like, they redecorate rooms a lot, seemingly to me.
1: Okay, here's the
3: thing. And I just don't get it. Like, once I get a room looking like I want it to look, unless the things in that room get broken or worn out, I'm just gonna leave it like that.
1: I yeah. think my parents have redecorated the upstairs bathroom twice in my lifetime. I am 24 years old. The downstairs bathroom... Once formally, and then there was, like, a sort of halfway renovation done, like, eight years ago-ish, maybe? And they are just now redoing the kitchen and the flooring, which is why I have Piper here. Um We got new... We've gotten, like, new couches and stuff maybe once or twice in my lifetime, depending on the room that you're talking about. Because when we updated the couch, like, all the furniture in the, like, formal, like, quote-unquote living room, everything... We have, like, a kind of, like, mudroom type thing that my sister and I have just called... Like, everyone just calls it the TV room, because there's another TV in there and whatever. So everything that was in the living room, like, the things that were new or, like, that we had gotten for that, just went to the TV room. So, like... Only one of those was a big formal acquisition of new furniture.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The like dining table and chair set at my house is one of those like one of those honestly really nice ones that people would buy and it's just like this like this is it. You buy the like so that's like nice that has never gone. We've gotten a new rug in the dining room maybe twice. I now have the old kitchen table from my parents' house because they're getting an island put in. And we took down the like I don't even know how many years ago it was at this point but the carpets and the wallpaper that my parents had put in when they bought the house got redone and like that's it like there have been a couple periodic somewhat large renovations over my entire lifetime and like each room has only had like one like each room slash section of the house has only had one or two and again i'm 24 years old so like they have been pretty spaced out so i'm gonna say the amount that you are talking about sounds excessive to me personally especially because we just had like just the most hideous of 90s couches for the longest time and the sad thing is is that it was a really solid piece of furniture like my mom like picked out the upholstery and everything and it was like structurally still in fantastic shape after like years. It was just fugly. <laughs> it just got fugly as as trends changed. Um so yeah, change I don't the really big have opinions. Around.
3: Yeah. I mean they don't change the big things like furniture often, like couches and stuff like that. It's more like rugs and wall decorations, a lot of painting like and i've had the same well i have like three duvets for my bed that i just kind of rotate it at random um but like they have a new bread spread like once a year
1: my sister is a little closer to that she has definitely gotten more new bed spreads than i have like literally ever but again i feel like that's just like that i mean that's not that big of a deal That's kind of just a personal choice thing it's not like a renovation quote unquote or like redecorating <laughs>
3: It's redecorating, because then they have to change the room to match the, the
1: Oh, see, my sister has a very neutral room, so she can kind of just change the bedspread out, like, however she feels like. She has a very oh, minimalist no. personal yeah. aesthetic that I simply do not understand, but, you know, Whatever.
0: That's why I've always loved this color, which is just, like, neon beige. Like, you can put almost whatever you want in it, and it'll work. No,
1: literally. When I moved here, my dad was like, you could, like, you know, if you're going to be here for, like, you're planning on being here for a while. So, like, honestly, yeah, you could repaint the walls if you wanted to. Just know that you would have to paint them again before you moved out. I'm like, I'm not painting them, because this goes with everything. Like, absolutely no way I'm doing that. I'll just, I'll just like, I'll just cover it with all my posters and all my fun stuff, and keep the wall neutral. Because then, like, if I do decide to ever like, you know, because the most of the furniture I have is like stuff that people were getting rid of and have given to me. So like, if I ever, like, if I am here long enough to like actually buy my own furniture, th- the white walls are just gonna go with everything. I'm just gonna keep it like
3: that. And you know, if my, if my parents are getting a new like bedspread, that means repainting the walls. That means new matching curtains.
1: I don't even you know, have like, curtains. I only re- I only realized after I got home from last podcast that I was supposed to, like, see what curtains you had in your basement. Yeah, I
3: remember that at one point, too, but it was,
1: like, a late point. Yep, <laughs> I think it was it was bad. So when it dawned on me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got home. I got home to my curtainless apartment, and as I was hanging up one of the various Halloween garlands I've purchased, because um, my mom was right and all the Halloween stuff is going on sale, so I'm just going absolutely ham and having a great time. But I was hanging up one of my fun little Halloween garlands that I purchased, and I was like, oh, I was supposed to get some curtains from Berks. And it didn't happen, but that's okay.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I put the question of how often you should redecorate in the document, because you know, I visit my parents like four times a year-ish, mm-hmm. and often Every time I go back, one of the first things I do is look around to see what's changed. Love it. Uh, it's like a tradition. And so they start pointing out to me, like, oh, yeah, we got this new painting or this new rug or whatever. And every time I, I see them, I'm like, didn't you just get a new rug for the living room? Mm-hmm. And they're right. like, oh, no, we had that other one for years. And, it, and by years, they meant, like, two years. Yeah.
0: Whereas, it's like... are plural, but, like... I mean, tech- is it- yeah,
1: technically it is plural.
3: <laughs> yeah which but they act like i'm crazy for it, like even mentioning it they're like i they had it for years
1: like that is kind like of, was, i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna take your side here and say that it's kind of odd frankly like again i haven't i've owned this place for what like not even owned i have lived in this place for what two three months ish i really have not formed opinions on this but um Personally, I think the first redecoration that my parents, like, the first big redecoration of our house that my parents did was long overdue. Because our house had big 90s vibes for a fair bit of the 2000s. So, I'm just gonna say, whenever you're like entire house becomes like conspicuously outdated like if it's like 2007 and you have an aggressively 1992 couch I would say yeah get on that again like assume
2: this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: that you like, you know, you have a house and are able to redecorate it and all this stuff. But like, you know, all of that being kind of uh, spoken for, I would say it on that.
3: furniture if it's, like, not serving its purpose anymore for whatever reason, like, falling apart, or, like, I had to get a bigger desk at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, other than that, the only room I've, like, redecorated is the bathroom, and that's just because after a while the towels and rugs get kind of, Yeah, eh.
1: and even my mom was kind of pissed that she, like, had to get rid of the aggressively 90s couch, because, again, it was a very solid piece of furniture, but it had just, like, the... The, ch- the change in trends had made it fucking fugly.
3: You could put one of those couch covers on it.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it was also, like, yeah, she was annoyed to have to get rid of something that was, like, technically still quite serviceable. But also, she had had that house for well over a decade at the- at this point and was like, all right, new furniture. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I get that.
3: But I just don't get it. I mean, like, I've lived in this place for seven years, and I've added, like, some new things as I've gotten them, like my last podcast poster there, but- I keep forgetting to send
1: you a picture of mine. I have mine, like, with the exact same setup of, like, the ticket in the corner and the lanyard hanging on it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, mine's right there. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, like, but literally nothing else has moved or changed, really.
1: hmm Except, so like, you can okay. find, there's gotta be a, there's, as soon as I find a picture of what my house used to look like, with specifically the aggressively 90s, like, floral patterned couch, I will send that to y'all because I need you to understand how fucking ugly this thing became because of the way that trends changed. Like, she was hideous. Absolutely love her, but like, oh my god.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I guess my hot take is when things start to become very visibly outdated.
3: Yeah. Or no longer serve or, their yeah, purpose. For no it. longer functioning. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, sometimes, like, my parents will come here, like, my stepdad would be like, so anything different? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> literally nothing. <laughs> No. I I have better uses for my energy. I still yeah. like the things with our balls and, you know, all that. I like my couches. I'm good.
1: That is very fair. Honestly, cannot blame you. I like your couches. <laughs> I have napped on your couches many a time.
3: They're um almost too comfortable.
1: They are dangerously comfortable. Yeah, I have. And
3: liked. the couch is so deep, yep. too, like, it's more so it's, than other couches and the nice microfiber and just... It like, sucks you in. The pillowy arms on it. Get up. Couches. When I picked them out, my boyfriend at the time hated them because he said they looked like a dead elephant.
1: Shut up. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Just because they're I gray. I've kind of also but... slept on those couches. I don't know why I forgot that.
0: Yeah. No. That couch is straight fire.
1: No, it's, da- yeah. it's dangerous. I love her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely love her. And for her. somebody
0: like me who, it does not take much to fall asleep. Like, I don't stand a chance.
1: Sleepy bitch disease.
0: <laughs> oh, I was fighting for my life.
3: <laughs> my brother helped me move in the, the weekend I moved here, and I remember him sitting on the couch and laying his head back, and he was like, I hate your couch. It's too damn comfortable. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was about to pass out.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fair. That is that is incred- That is a very fair assessment. Yeah.
0: Have I told you guys a story about how I got my couch in my apartment? Oh, do tell. Speaking of... Sound okay. So... I was moving, right? And for whatever reason, like the packing of the truck, cause we only rented it for like 24 hours and packing it took way longer than we thought. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, so my dad and I did not arrive in DC until like, well, in, in, you know, in Virginia until like 7 PM. And unloading was taking a long time. And we went to bring the couch in. And barely went through the first door. And by the time we got up the stairs to my door, it was not going through. Oh, no. So we unloaded the rest of, of the truck. We were we were like, we we're just going to leave it outside. And it, it was like late. Like we were out there for a long time, like two in the morning. And like, and like finally we had everything in except for this damn couch. And so we were like, okay, the only thing we can do is lift it, the two of us, over the balcony. <laughs> So, but also we didn't bring tools because you don't need tools to unpack. So we made, we left the couch out on the sidewalk and made like a 2.30 a.m. run to Walmart for tools and then to Burger King because we were starving, ate food, came back, took out the couch because it's a sleeper couch. You can't pick that That is solid. Like we took everything out. And then i we like lifted it up against the balcony and then i was supposed to hold it while he ran upstairs to grab it and then he grabbed it and i ran upstairs to help him out but he didn't really have a grip and it was like slipping like he was seriously like about to drop my couch and then we pulled it over the balcony and then we fell asleep (laughs) at like three in the morning it was the worst night of my life
1: (laughs) i mean at least at least it worked
0: he was literally like his arms were like like sh- like
1: Oh no. Giant, it was
0: one man fighting gravity oh, by himself, no. like, so bad.
1: Yikes. Hey, you all made it. It worked out in the end.
0: We did. And so we're hiring movies. We have that. I'm Not going to do that again.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. On to my kind of Henry Zabraski conspiracy theorist moment. The question I have for you too. Is do we believe the conspiracy theory that Princess Diana was killed by the royal family?
0: Wait, can I first ask, Bridget? I'm so sorry, Brooks. Did you listen to the most recent Pod Save America when no. they had? Oh, they had Tony Evers on, and they literally had to cut it off because Love it kept talking about the Queen too much to, to Governor Tony Evers, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna end it here."
3: <laughs> obsessed. I don't know if you listen to the recent Love it, but. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> Similar vibes yeah. to you, so much, leaning over to me as we were waiting for the last podcast show to begin, and going, "Watch! I bet Henry comes out and calls the Queen an old bitch." Five minutes later, <laughs> which it wasn't
3: quite correct. It wasn't quite right. It was a little worse. you fucking bitch. <laughs>
0: I saw something that was like that was like that was like the queen asked for a like very small private funeral and they're like all right if you're trying to spite her
1: <laughs> I saw it too Why are the funniest days on Twitter the days when like earth-shattering like historical events are occurring It's fantastic oh. And, like, I oh my feel God. like all of this stuff has to have been happening for every single historical event in history. We just didn't get to hear everyone's thoughts because we didn't have the internet. You just got to hear, like, mm-hmm. what your friend in ancient Mesopotamia had to say to you at the time. And, like, the internet was a mistake. But that's funny.
0: The video of Charles working the rope line. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. I
1: hate that, man.
0: I, do <laughs> like, I hate that
1: man and i'm gonna say a lot about him and the things that i'm about to say regarding princess diana but just starting poll do we believe that princess diana's death was not an accident
0: i'll freely admit i don't know enough about it apart from the memes that came when it was like when it was like Just all the memes about the queen dying, and then like Princess Diana like kicking her out. Oh yeah,
1: it was like Princess Diana beating the queen's ass in the afterlife.
0: The one which honestly, I hope she
1: is. I hope she is.
0: The comet over Scotland and Northern Ireland (laughs) the queen's been rejected from heaven.
1: (laughs) (sighs) And like, here's the thing: I am sure that to your face, the queen was a nice enough old lady but it is the institutions of colonialism and racism that she represented had the opportunity to make changes to and didn't.
0: So so I actually liked her, I, and I think that the perception— I'm going to get serious for a second. Oh, go for there, it. There's is, there is a big distinction between the perception, even amongst British people, of the queen versus the royal family as an institution. People love the queen. They're kind of— uh, not like all of them, but like there's a lot of them who are kind of over the institution of the royal family. And like family. she herself, I actually really like and, and respect her. The institution, Charles, n- n- no. Yeah, Absolutely. no. I and mean, here's the
1: thing to be entirely fair to the queen, it's not like she could have chosen who her parents were. She didn't ask
0: no. for it. And she, no, she was born into an empire. Like, You have no say in that.
1: Yeah, you don't have any say in that. It's, again, I'm sure she was a perfectly nice old lady when you were interacting with her face to face. It's the institutions that she represented, stood for, could probably have made a more concentrated effort to change for the better, in my personal opinion. That I am very much not a fan of so
0: um really after the podcast i'm not gonna say here but after the podcast another funny story about like just legacies you have no control over i'm not oh, gonna yeah. right, but but after after we're done recording don't right, really forget do.
1: um yeah do we th- like again just i will go i will i will share my thoughts but like what do you two think mm-hmm
0: Okay Lame. Zach. Yeah. the like sometimes I wish I could believe in a good conspiracy, but also I feel like so much would have had to gone right for the. It, it's the whole like it, it, it's it's such a big factor in why like the 911 truthers don't have a base because because so many people have to be in on it and not fuck up. And I feel like this is sort of along those vibes where, like, people would have had to all coordinate this. But again, like I said before, I don't know enough about the history. Just instinctively, I'd have to be boring and lean with no.
1: That's fair. Okay, here's the thing. I absolutely believe this conspiracy theory just because, like... The hell that the royal family put that woman through behind closed doors, I simply do, I, like, I cannot put it, it past no. them. To be like, yeah, you know what? Like, to keep our name clean, to make ourselves look like, you know, to have this, to, like, to close this chapter so that our nasty-ass son, who married a fucking child, can make the most embarrassing voluntary downgrade in history by the way, marry that fucking hag Camilla. Like, let's just close this chapter so we can move on with this. And the fact that their wedding was, like, on the an- the five-year anniversary of Diana's death, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, she was 19 when she, like, she had just turned 20 when she married that, like, 30-something-year-old man who met her when she was 16 and he was 29. Disgusting.
0: When you are the Romanoff family just enjoying your dinner and Yurovsky gives you and the Urofsky look.
1: gives you the look. No, I, like, I just, they're, not to be fucking Henry Zabrowski, but, um, bono? They, the royal family would benefit too much from getting rid of her. Especially at the point that they did when she was, you know, in publicly in a relationship with an Egyptian man. I just- like, I- I'm- I do not even know if I, like, off the top of my head can, like, reference any, like, airtight evidence, but honestly, BuzzFeed Unsolved is a very good episode on this. Like, just, like, breaking down, like, hey, these are the people who might- like, we don't know what happened, but these are the people who might have some points, and I will be linking that episode in the description, but, like, I- they would benefit too much and it seems too coincidentally perfect that a year after like you know this whole messy thing of her and charles splitting she's just gone and even if it's not a conspiracy thing the royal family fucking killed that woman by putting her in the spotlight like that and having the paparazzi chasing after her like the reason she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Which like probably would have like would probably would have saved her based on a lot of the like autopsy reports and like descriptions of the injuries that she had was because she was trying to duck down away from paparazzi cameras. Nothing will change my mind about the fact that the royal family killed that woman in one way or another. I am a princess Diana Stan. I do not give a fuck.
3: But there's no evidence for that at all. Whereas there is a mountain of evidence for the other side.
1: Whatever, stop being
3: a
0: the most, The most I'd be willing to cede is that, like, yes, they they probably played a role indirectly, just in the way that they treated her and paraded her around. I, I will give you that. I, I don't think it was, like, an acute, targeted, like, surgical hit on her.
1: I can't say that it wasn't, and that's enough for me. And again, maybe that just makes me, like, insane, but... Because you can't prove negative. You can't. It's prove impossible. Right. Here's look, right. Unfortunately, Brooks, that is how my brain works. I'm sorry. I didn't ask to be like this. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, and it wasn't it wasn't that's just the paparazzi that led to the accident. He was drunk, and he was on multiple prescription drugs that you're not supposed to drink on.
1: I mean, again, so, like it's.
3: And he was driving at high speeds, and yes, that was because of the paparazzi, but maybe he also wouldn't have crashed if he hadn't been drinking in the first place, and if uh, they'd all been wearing their seatbelts. None of them were.
1: Again, possible. There are many possibilities. I. They would benefit the too conspiracy much.
3: Conspiracy theories have been investigated, actually, by various government agencies oh, over no, the I years. Know.
1: I know they have. Mm-hmm. I just. Mm. So and I know it's the phenomenon of, like, you want big events to have big causes I can't remember the exact name for it right now mm. I know it's that I just it's
3: I don't like
0: know, it's like this the episode of like it's like the episode of psych where they think that it, that it might be aliens so Sean and Gus have the deal if one of them starts to say it's aliens they flick each other in the
1: ear <laughs> I don't know they take advantage of it a
3: little too liberally.
1: <laughs> like, maybe that, maybe that is pointing to some sort of personal weakness in, you know, my ability to, like, think logically and to, like, you know, filter out sort of things that sound really good but probably aren't true. Maybe this is just, like, you know, maybe this is me just being weak-brained, but there you have it.
3: Correlation is not causation, though. Correlation just because is not causation,
1: and again, you're
3: completely right. They caused it.
1: You're completely right. Again, I just, I. I
3: hmm. There are plenty of things that have happened coincidentally for me where I'm like, oh, so, but I had nothing to do with it. Things that happen to be very convenient that worked out perfectly for no reason.
0: I so you're
1: the right. again, you're the, completely right. But what a lame
0: way to The thought experiment that that I or not even thought experiment, but just the sort of ex- example I saw that sort of addressed like the coincidences. It, the, 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 there was a real case of a guy was hit by lightning three times during his life that's not what killed him but i can't imagine it helped and then when he died his his tombstone was hit by lightning again and so you can conclude either zeus is using this dude as target practice or you, you can say okay lightning's hitting the earth 40 50 times a second the odds of this not happening are greater than it happening and like chalk it up to that
1: again you're all right this is just the way my brain works
3: that reminds me of that woman, and I can't remember her name. Who was on three different famous ships that sunk, including the Titanic? Yes. Oh, it was like Annie yes.
0: something. I yeah, it know. was like a really There movie. was her. Yeah. There was the guy who who survived both n- n- uh, nuclear bombs in Japan. Yep. Like, like Hiroshima's hit, he fled to Nagasaki, and then you know, Nagasaki. Again,
1: okay. yeah. truth, yeah. truth is stranger than fiction. And he I just
0: He died in like the nineties. <laughs>
1: I cannot convince myself to believe otherwise. And again, maybe that just shows that I am of weak mental, mental constitution. Well,
0: I've always wondered this about myself, and it's a little bit scary, and it's not something I really wanted to explore, but, like, am I sufficiently clever to talk myself into believing something I don't believe otherwise? Like, interesting. I I don't really want to try, but...
1: I mean, I know this isn't true, but I choose to believe that the United States government was going to hire Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing, but Kubrick, being the stickler that he was, insisted they shoot on location, so they just went ahead with the space program.
0: Can't prove that wasn't. And then,
1: like, I know that's not true. I know that is 100% not what happened, but God, isn't it more fun to believe that it, that, that yep. was the case? See, so here's the thing. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I can't
3: help it. This is the way my brain works, I know. But when you insist on believing a conspiracy theory that has no evidence behind it, at that point, what separates you from 9-11 truthers or people who claim the election was stolen?
1: I don't know. The fact that I'm not a dick?
0: Yeah,
3: I'm just saying, right? Like, it's, it's the same thing. It's just a different conspiracy. And so I... I wouldn't let myself believe a conspiracy that doesn't have evidence because I don't want to encourage, I guess, or in any way, validate.
0: No. And it's not even like, like I would, I would say, I believe it. I, I would want to convince myself like, like legitimately convince myself. And the thing is for the people who actually do believe in like, like wild conspiracy theories, they're not dumb people. I don't know if you've seen the flat earth documentary
3: on netflix
0: yeah and it's really funny right it's so funny but at the end they prove that the earth is round like which is also funny like like that like they accidentally disproved their whole theory but one they are intellectually curious enough that they said that they're doing real experiments and they're real experiments because they're proving the truth like like they're smart enough to know how to prove that the earth is curved and like
1: no actually this is really funny and again synchronicity Um, I was listening to an episode of Last Podcast today where they were talking about this guy who was a veteran. I can't remember of which conflict, but he became a huge name in the, like, Flat Earth conspiracy circle because the government had lied to him before. Yeah. So, there's that. And also, again, just on the Princess Diana thing, the fact that she, like, gave a letter to her former butler that said... I'm afraid I'm going to, like, in quotes, like, have a, like, car accident soon. I, the fact that that letter exists makes me suspicious. That's gonna be my, like, my one kind of, like, hard point of quote-unquote evidence that I can cling to. The fact that that letter was ever written, was ever given to somebody for safekeeping makes me fucking suspicious thank you for coming to my ted talk please judge me as you see fit
3: but even
0: that's oh, about to you
1: know.
3: yeah like <laughs> i mean she could have written that simply because like she knew that the family hated her and she was worried for her life but also she had a higher likelihood of a car accident like just a real regular car accident from like what was going on at the time and being chased by paparazzi and Within all that. It in quotes. Because she was she was putting it in quotes and saying like oh yeah I'm afraid of them but that doesn't mean just because she was afraid of them and then she died in a car accident doesn't mean the two were linked. It's because also at the same time there was a correlation where the danger for her was increasing just because of the way her life was going, but she was also getting more afraid of them because of that.
1: You're right. Shut up.
3: <laughs> Dude, this is this is the problem i am a researcher for a living i know i cannot make a single statement in any of my papers without mountains of facts and i have to word things very carefully
1: i think it's funny that you and i have our venn di- the venn diagrams that that the venn diagram that is our friendship the the part that converges is so very vast but the parts that don't <laughs> possibly even faster yeah. fascinating and they show up in such unexpected ways
3: <laughs> like conspiracy
1: theories well no like when i was doing my little presentation on fan fiction and you not being a person who is into fan content but i said a fan fiction trope that i really liked and you were actually into the same trope in fiction mm-hmm. so i was like damn didn't see that one coming but that's lovely star
3: trek related always into Trek related
1: but yeah Just those little things I find interesting about the fact that we are as close as we are. But so very different in so many ways. Very true. Isn't life funny? Um, Yeah, so that's my TED talk. Um, Again, judge me as you see fit. I won't- Honestly, any assessments you make of me based on this, entirely fair. I will accept any and all judgments with humility and grace. Thank you for listening. Finger guns. (laughs) I don't know, man. Please, feel free to rip me to shreds. I can see you wanting to do it.
3: No, you just said you would accept with humility and grace, but you called me a dick earlier. But then... I can't say anything
1: in response to either of you, because it's just going to be something mean, and that's exactly what (laughs) I said I wouldn't do. Listen, I'm that's mean. That's why I wasn't you. gonna
3: say anything, but you said something about the face I was making, so I had
1: to. <laughs> you're not very good at keeping your thought at keeping your thoughts unreadable.
3: I can if I choose to.
1: Okay, so i do not choosing not to. You know what? That's fair. The fact that you're choosing not to is entirely fair. <laughs>
3: it um, makes for more entertaining visuals.
1: This is very true. That's my last talking point, and frankly, I'm perfectly comfortable ending the podcast. Um, with me looking stupid, because, I mean, honestly, I do that every day of my life.
3: You can do, um, um a vaccine PSA, because today I got my second COVID booster, and my flu shot. Hell yes, queen. Both of my arms hurt really oh, badly.
1: ouchie, yeah, I have to do that soon. I have I to do that that soon. I've just had, as I said before, an incredibly busy week.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I went to, to Walgreens,
1: so I get their lovely red band-aids that
3: have Ws on them, although they put this upside down, so it's an you know,
1: M. Aw, rip. I remember when I went to one of the, like, big mass vaccine sites, I got a Band-Aid that had a tie-dye heart on it, so that was kind of cool. Lovely. I was here for that. Although I would much prefer, like, a Pokemon or a Star Wars Band-Aid, but again, that's just me.
3: Yeah, they really should invest in more fun Band-Aids. I wonder if they give them to the kids. Probably not. You don't know. Although the the nurse who gave me the vaccines had one of the giant bags of Tootsie Pops back there, and I was like, "Mm, you're not going to offer me one of those, are you? Uh, You didn't get one, did you? I didn't. I have them in some of my office. Oh, no, I know,
1: but it's it's the principle.
3: I was like, I was brave. (laughs) Precisely. Precisely. I just sat here and let you jab me with a couple needles and say anything.
1: I didn't even get a sticker, after I had to go in for rabies shots and literally get four injections at once. I got nothing. Unbelievable. Roll. Oh. I would agree, I was not a fan. Yeah. And then I went home, and took off the boring band-aids they gave me, and put Pokemon band-aids on, so I had one on like, one on each leg and one on each arm, because so I was like, if I'm walking around like this, it's gonna be with fucking Pokemon band-aids. It was. It's
3: more fun. It is. It's another way to decorate your body.
1: I'm here for it. Yeah, any concluding thoughts from anyone?
3: (laughs) I still feel like I'm not fully recovered from the weekend, so I'm a little like...
1: Honestly, that's fair. That is entirely fair. I can most certainly see how that would be the case.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Especially because I crossed the finish line and then drank two beers. So that was... Nice.
1: <laughs> How did those feel?
3: Oh, they were so good. Hell yeah. So good. Great pictures of me sitting there drinking.
1: I love that for you. Oh my god, wait, you have to share those with us. That's not so fun.
3: Yeah, I've got lots of pictures and uh
1: Put them videos in the, and... the Google Drive.
3: There's a lot of them.
1: I want to see them.
3: If you look at that video I sent you guys yesterday, the reel on Instagram, she's posted a couple things.
1: Oh, hell yes, yeah, we I will go back to that account then. Um, yeah. I don't think we have anything insanely special coming up in podcast future. Our 100th episode is slowly approaching, and we're yeah. attempting to put something together for that that's extra special, but we'll see. We'll find out. Hopefully, think- <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to throw something together. Fingers crossed. Um, but in the immediate future, I think we're just going to keep on keeping on. Sounds great. All right. So as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we'll be back again to hang out with you next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at bridgetkelly 98 at Zach Calderon, and at @and_sarah_said. Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon.